Hey, it's Tuesday. The new episode of Two Degrees Hotter is out. It's my favorite Gen Z lifestyle and self-development podcast. I'm on my way over. Let's listen to the latest episode. Bonjour, Two Degrees Hotter listeners. Merci. (laughs) I don't know any other French words. I don't know how to say welcome. You did Duolingo for a minute there. Yeah, none of it permeated. None of it Mm -hmm. uh, registered in this old noggin of mine. Uh, But I do know croissant. I feel like welcome is like some sort of like bon bon venu. Bon venu. Bon venu, yeah. Mm -hmm. It's always Mm -hmm. some sort of like BV word. Like isn't it bienvenido in Spanish? (laughs) Anyone that speaks other languages is like, please, for the love of God, start the episode. (laughs) (laughs) And we will. And we will start the episode. Um, I'm Anya. And I'm Kylie. And I'm shocked that we've never done an episode on this topic before. You would have thought in the three plus years we've been doing this, these brains would have at one point come up with this concept before. Yeah. Maybe they have. Maybe we're just repeating an episode. But I don't think so. I don't think so. And I feel like we've. it's been one of those topics that we sort of like, I don't know if danced around is the right word, but like we've referenced it. Mm-hmm. Like for sure in other episodes, but I don't think we've done a full episode on it. Anyways, we won't keep you hanging. Though I guess you saw the title of this episode, so it's not that much of a surprise. But we are talking about ways to honor our inner child. I talked about this a little bit in our 26 things we're taking and leaving in our 26th year, however we framed that episode. Mm-hmm. It was like two episodes ago. Go listen. Um, but. I talked a little bit about wanting to honor my inner child a little bit more, tap more into like my specifically my creative daydreamy uh, childhood self is the goal. So we'll get into some different ways, both related to that and not related to that, to just honor that inner child. I feel like it's definitely a thing to like, I always hear either honor or heal mm-hmm. your inner child. And obviously that's very uh, specific to your childhood. But mm-hmm. we'll we'll touch we'll cover all the bases here. This is the inner child episode. Yeah, honestly, even if you didn't go through like childhood trauma or anything, I still feel like pretty much everyone has to heal their inner child in some way or another. Like you know, yeah. everyone everyone probably struggles with something as a result of their childhood, even if they had a great like upbringing and everything. So yeah. We're going to talk about some ways to tap into your inner child on like a day-to-day basis, how to honor he or her <laughs> or, them. or they. Uh, and before we do that, we will start with our weekend review, but you can skip to the main episode topic uh, via the description. So mm-hmm. here we go. So I guess first I'll start with the thing that is specific to me and then we can transition into Halloween weekend because we that was shared. So yeah. well, at least somewhat. So uh <laughs> this is like very fresh. I'm not like in a place yeah. to like super unpack it yet. I don't have anything that great to say yet. But basically we've been waiting on we had a big okay, where do I start? I work at a nonprofit. <laughs> this is good background. <laughs> When you work at a nonprofit, you have to get money from places that will give you profit, aka mm-hmm. grants. 
So I write a lot of grants and I'm pretty good at it. If I don't, if I do say so myself, it's very like academic, like it feels very similar to the types of stuff I would do in college, like long researched kind of thesis like things. Um, and so I write a lot of those in my job. Most of the time they go pretty well. Most of the time we get the dollars and we had a big deadline in late September, which I probably spent like a couple collective weeks of work working on mm-hmm. just because I said they're like, they're long, they're, they always have a ton of requirements that are that super easy to like understand or disentangle. Um, and this was to one of the, they call them like three letter agencies. So like the department of energy, the department of agriculture, like all of those, that's kind of like what they get called. So I was writing one of those. I actually felt really good about it, funny enough. Like sometimes I submit grants and I'm kind of like, oh, I could go either way. But this time I actually felt like super confident. I was like, fuck yeah, like we're going to get it. Um, And I found out today that we didn't, which is disappointing. It's my first like big submission that hasn't, maybe that's not true. It feels like my first big submission that hasn't panned out, but I'm sure I've had other things that haven't. Um, And it's like, my job's not like in jeopardy. It's not like we need to lay anyone off. Like it's not a huge deal it's just going to kind of like reshape some of our priorities for the rest of the year and the next few months before we can find like another funding mechanism because that's the nonprofit world um but it's just like it just sucks to put so much work into something and have it be not rewarded like like that's how it feels to me like I'm like we'll figure out another like funding mechanism or whatever I'm just mad about the like weeks I spent on this report personally like who can I talk to um yeah so that's disappointing. And like I had to, there's like other people on the team that are like less senior to me that also helped me work on it and stuff. And so I had to put on like a brave face for them and like not freak them out over it. Like I was like, it's okay. You win some, you lose some. But in my head, I was like, I didn't want to lose this one. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But yeah, just, you know, working on it, working on not letting it affect me. Cause like there's so many factors that go into these decisions. Like it's not the end of the world. Like I said, we're like afloat. It's not going to like make or break us or anything like that. It's just like, it's just frustrating. So yeah. that's why if my mood's a little off, this was like three hours ago-ish that we found out. And might I say, through very indirect means, through a press release. So yeah. that's yeah, kind that's of mean. The, <laughs> that's the thing that I'm hung up on. I'm like, not even a courtesy rejection email. Mm-hmm. Ridiculous. Get it together. Um. I honestly, like, because I don't touch, I don't work for a nonprofit and I've never, I have no experience in grant writing, um, but, like, it didn't, like, resonate with me how it, like, could impact your company, Mm -hmm. at least in, like, the foreseeable future. Like, in my mind, I'm like, yay, extra money or no extra money, but it's like, no, you need that to fund your business. (laughs) Yeah, and it's like, it's never... It's interesting because this actually this conversation has come up internally before, like for people that are new to the nonprofit world. And it's like that it's not like, oh, cool money. Nice to have. It's like we had already like forecasted bringing in a certain amount of grants for the year. And like that's embedded in like our budget and that kind of stuff. So, yeah, definitely has like it has financial ripple effects. But like I said, it's more on like having to potentially pause or like slow down a program. It's not going to affect like people, which is obviously most important. Yeah. Um, so anyways, I won't air out any more of my nonprofit woes, but, um, yeah, just like, just like separating work and life in this moment and being like, I know, like, I know I did my best. I know I actually felt good about that proposal. Yeah. You know, there's many factors at play 
we'll get him next time kind of thing. Yeah. But also, if you work for the government, <laughs> please let me know what went wrong. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Um, but other than that, it was Halloween weekend mm-hmm. this past weekend when we're recording and we did some things separate and some things together. So I, it was funny. I didn't really have any plans for Halloween weekend, but this sounds very distant, but I promise it's not as distant as it sounds. We went to Grant's brother's girlfriend's cousin's Halloween party. She is our neighbor now. So I guess I could just say that our neighbor's Halloween party. <laughs> yeah. Um, but when I say I literally knew like nobody at this event because like I kind of hardly know her. Mm-hmm. So like I was truly walking into an event with like zero people I knew, which is yeah. like very not for me. It's like something Grant likes to do, but I'm like, this yeah. is my worst nightmare actually. Um, but it wasn't that bad. I I found some common ground with people, which was nice. I found people that like knew people I knew, you know. Oh, nice. People that used to work at places I used to work. So I was like, all right, you know, we'll figure it out. But yeah, in general, that's like, I haven't done that kind of thing in so long. I felt like, like, I feel like in college we would have like socials or something with like a frat that I didn't know. And it's like, you're kind of walking in not knowing anyone, but I haven't done that in like years, probably, probably since like 2020. I don't think so, I've ever done that. <laughs> yeah. That's not it's, for me. <laughs> it's so weird. Cause you're like, so you're like digging so hard for like common ground you're like where does everyone live yeah <laughs> what yeah. does everyone do where's everyone from <laughs> literally well i remember um this is a tangent but i remember D- my older brother dylan he went to a wedding he had a friend that he was friends with an undergrad and then she also went to physical therapy school but she ended up going to a different school instead of staying at the school that they did their undergrad at where most people stayed at he did his undergrad at UMass Lowell most people stayed at UMass Lowell for their PT program and so he ended up getting invited to her wedding and he didn't Mm -hmm. know us because he was really the only one from UMass Lowell that she stayed close Mm -hmm. with so she didn't invite anyone else from undergrad and so he was like Kylie I didn't know a single person and he was like it was fine for the ceremony I just got a seat and you know watch the ceremony that's totally fine the second the cocktail hour happened i got myself a drink i walked over to one of those tables and i just looked around and i was like i don't know a single soul here and i guess she ended up coming up to him and going i have friends for you and like ushered him over to (laughs) her uh physical therapy like friends like the people that that she went to school with and he was able to hang out with them for the night but i'm like Honestly, Dylan, that was so brave. And that was very yeah. brave of you. That's when you get like a courtesy plus one, I feel like. <laughs> like I know. Like I know. I was kind of surprised that he didn't. I don't remember if he just didn't have one or didn't ask someone. I don't, I don't know yeah. what the circumstances were. I didn't ask. But but um, we were like – we were supposed to be like rockers. Grant handled the costume. I'm actually not a big good. Halloween person. Like – I just think it's the fast fashion of it all I don't love. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't love, like, the single-use costume aspect. So I don't usually participate that much. But, um, yeah, he got some, like, rocker stuff. And I just did, like, black eyeshadow, lacy, uh, not unitard, bodysuit. (laughs) Not unitard. (laughs) Um, And that was it. And then on Sunday, I hosted a Barbie-themed brunch for dance. So that was fun. And Kylie was there. Yeah, the brunch was really fun. It was very aesthetic. Like, mm, we really you. crushed the theme. Yeah. Uh, understood the assignment. Yeah. Yeah, that was really fun. My Halloween weekend was, like, pretty 
it, I went to, I ended up going to two Halloween parties technically, but Zach and I went back and forth on what, what we were going to do on, on Halloween because I was invited to my friend M's party. He was, had been invited to a couple of his friends' parties, but my friend M lives um, about 50 minutes out of the city and all of the parties that he was invited to were in Boston. So we like kept toying with do we go to M's first and then drive back into the city? But he was like, realistically, Kylie, if we drive an hour there, hang out there for two hours and drive an hour back, like the last thing we're going to want to do is go out to more Mm -hmm. parties. Like that's just a lot. Um, So long story short, we ended up, it was one of those like compromises where it's like, I didn't want to go to his parties because I wanted to hang out with his friend or I wanted to hang out with my friends and he didn't want to go to my party because he wanted to hang out with his friends, which is very respectable on both ends so the compromise was that we just weren't yeah going to spend just Halloween together go to your own parties yeah but initially we were gonna be justin timberlake and britney spears the denim on denim mm-hmm. look which i guess now that her book is out is a mm. controversial costume so maybe this was written in the stars um or it was a, a good sign not to do it but same with you I don't like the fast fashion of Halloween and I have a denim dress that I think if I was with Zach and he was also wearing all denim people would have understood but Mm -hmm. by myself I don't think people would have understood that I was trying to be Britney Spears if that makes sense like it wasn't Mm -hmm. close enough that it would be recognizable so I ended up going as a ballerina because I was like I have all of the stuff yeah to dress like a ballerina I did get shit for it but whenever I walked in People were like, aren't you just that in real life? And I was like, kind of, not really. Mm -hmm. And also, let me be. Maybe I am. Maybe I like what I am in real life and I don't want to pretend for a night. Um, But yeah, anyways, so I went to my friend Em's and then weirdly enough, another couple of girls that we went to college with had a party like five minutes from M. So we ended up stopping by there as well. And I saw a bunch of people from college that I haven't seen in a while. Um, We played rock band, which was talk about healing your inner child. I played Mm. rock band when I was like eight with my brothers and they would always make me sing because Dylan wanted the drums and Ryan wanted the guitar. So I had to sing, even though what I wanted was the drums. It's so so embarrassing for no reason (laughs) to sing. It's so uh, (laughs) honestly, I'm so serious. You could not waterboard me into singing in front of people. (laughs) It's so amazing. Like we were, we were playing and people were singing and they were having so much fun. And I was like, with love and light, I love this journey for you. If that was me, I would keel over dead. Like I, I guess could you, you have to be um like a karaoke person to be into but it. But I am a karaoke person, but I'm a group karaoke person. Like I'm okay. never singing by myself. Yeah. Ever. Ever. Never, ever, ever. And like with rock band, obviously you don't need to be a good singer, but like the point is when you're singing, you have to like yeah, hit the, the pitch notes, correctly. Right. So like you do, there is a uh, technique to it. <laughs> a skill. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, that was my Halloween weekend. And then I will briefly touch on, I've had a bit of a record player saga. I decided I've wanted a record player easily since like freshman year of college, probably even before that. And I finally decided to just bite the bullet and get one. I order one from Amazon. I get the like like new thing that Amazon does where someone returns it and then they sell it, resell it for mm-hmm. a cheaper price. Did that. Got it. Wrong color. I said, okay. Then I plugged it in. I don't know if I told you this. I plugged it in and was like, well, let's test it out. Didn't work. 
Uh, completely broken. Wouldn't turn on. <laughs> not like new. <laughs> not like new at all. Um, so I returned that one, ordered a genuinely brand new one in the co- closer to the color that I wanted. That one comes in and it was, I'm like, not to blast the brand, but it was a Victrola suitcase record player. And number one, it skipped my records. Like, I had literally three brand, brand new records. Like, there's no way these things are damaged or warped or anything like that. And it kept skipping the records, each one that I put on. And it just sounded like literal garbage. It sounded Mm -hmm. like the vocals were, like, a thousand feet away. Like, Mm -hmm. that's the best way I can describe it. And I did a lot of research, and it turns out that that is, in fact, just a shitty record player. Uh, and it was $48, and it sounded like it was about $48. Mm-hmm. So I did end up ordering myself a, like, nicer uh... – oh, my class was canceled. Oh, my- ballet was canceled. Oh. No. Hi, um, I was registered for the 715 class tonight and I just got a cancellation notification. So I wanted to make sure that wasn't like a class pass quirk. No, no, indeed. We, uh, unfortunately, we had to cancel the class. Okay, thank you. No problem. Bye. We just took, you guys won't know this, you'll be none the wiser because Anya will edit this out, but we just found out our ballet class was canceled. So we took a yeah. brief hiatus to confirm. That's so sad. Um, I'll include yeah. the, uh, the, the, the the phone call. call. <laughs> um, I'm just I, I am quite sore, so maybe it's for the best. But it means I, I'm not yeah. getting in a workout today. Like if I knew, I would have gone for a walk or something. Yeah. Oh, well. oh well. Forced relaxation, I guess. You could do a little like look up a YouTube like stretching. That's true. Video. Maybe I'll do. That. I might do that. Um. But anyways, I don't remember where I left off in my record player saga, but essentially I had two duds and I just ordered, I did my research and I ended up just splurging on a nicer model that like was constantly being recommended as I searched through uh, record players. I got an Audio Technica, I think it's like XLP60 is the model, Um, and I literally got the delivery notification on my Echo as we started this episode. So she's waiting Ooh. for me down in the lobby. So that's what I'll be doing tonight instead of ballet is tinkering with my record player. But yeah, that that's it for my week in review. Exciting. Send pics. Yeah, I will. Hopefully I she do. works. If she doesn't, she's getting returned and my yeah, records are going to be decor. Yeah. <laughs> I do have one. I think it's Crossley. I don't use it a ton because we don't have a good spot that it can like remain plugged in that easily. Mm. Um, but I do like her. It's fun. Yeah. I'm excited. All right, let's transition into our favorites. So I have two favorites. Both of them go in your mouth. The first one is toothpaste. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And it's, you might've seen this brand. I feel like I got a bunch of ads for them before I bought it. It's the High Smile toothpaste. So it comes in like a cute little tube i i don't know how to i don't know how to describe it because i guess you you could say all toothpaste comes in a tube but it's like a a cylinder that's that's what yeah I say, a cylinder yeah and it has a pump at the top so it just feels kind of bougie and fun it's pink at least this flavor is and it's fun flavor so that's like their whole thing is this one's watermelon they also have a mango they have a peach iced tea 
Um, they have, I think it's like a sweet mint. Like they have a minty one, but it's not as aggressive mm-hmm. as most toothpaste. And I thought, like I was, was kind of like, why would you not get mint toothpaste? Like we're adults. But yeah. honestly, it is fun. It's fun. It mixes up the routine. It tastes really good, the watermelon one, I think. And um, it's nice for like if you know you're going to eat somewhat soon in like those kinds of situations. Like I'll use it for my morning toothpaste so that like coffee doesn't taste nasty like it does when you use yeah. mint and that kind of stuff. So I've actually found myself – I bought it as kind of just like for fun because I saw it at CVS and I had a coupon and I was like, that's cool. Um, but I've actually been using it like every morning and midday. Like sometimes I'll use it. So. I like it. You tried the flavor. What did you think? I really liked it. It was really yeah. good. Um, but- yeah. It like – I didn't know how fruity and minty would translate, but somehow it translates well. I can't Yeah, because it. It, is, it is still slightly minty, but not yeah. crazy. I would say the closest thing I can describe it to is if you've ever tried the watermelon mint black tea from Trader Joe's. Yes. Just like that for yeah, this Yeah, that's a great comparison. I'm interested to try other flavors. I also feel like it was pretty reasonably priced. It's $8 at CVS at least. Um, mm-hmm. And I feel like normal toothpaste is like five or six. So it's not like significantly yeah. more. No. Um, fun to try. Especially like I don't I, – I brush my teeth. Don't get me wrong. But I don't like love the routine. <laughs> like I'm yeah. not one of those people that's like, oh, like full mouth routine every day. Like I'm just – I'm not that yeah. into it. And so this makes Same. it just like a little more fun and like makes me a little more likely to like spend the full two minutes and whatever because it's like tastes good. Um, yeah. And I also feel like if you have like sensory issues, this would actually be like super great because it's not an incredibly overwhelming feeling like a mint toothpaste can be. Yeah, that's a good so point. So if you had like sensory challenges or like, I don't know, know someone, I feel like it's perfect for like that kind of thing. Maybe that's why they make yeah. it, honestly. I don't know. Um, but that's a fun one. And then my other favorite is a Trader Joe's item. It's the Trader Joe's maple streusel bread. Mm. You guys, it is so good. I'm not oh a big God. like – bakery person yeah um I'm, I'm more of a savory gal but they were out of the bread i usually get and i saw this one and i was like okay that's fun and seasonal let's give it a try it's very rich i guess i would say mm. like it's it's almost like a it's like a dense bread it's not like um it's not like light bread that you'd make like a sandwich with like it's kind of bread that you like yeah. have on its own as like a treat almost like a pound cake almost i would say um mm. and it has like maple swirls in it and like cinnamon sugar on top oh my god it is so good i've just been toasting a piece and putting the pumpkin uh cream cheese on it when i want like a nice little snack delicious i don't really know what else you could do with it like you could make really good french toast i guess um yeah but otherwise i feel like you kind of just eat it on its own it's so good yeah i feel like some people might be into like the sweet and savory breakfast sandwich or something like that you know i could see it yeah i'll have to try it the next time i go I love me a sweet treat. It's so good. My favorite this week is a sneaker favorite. I got the Nike Air Max Bliss. I there so there's a Nike Air Max Bliss and a Nike Air Max Bliss LX. I don't know what the difference is. I don't know if they're in fact the same thing. Um, but they're it's called one of those two things. I'll link the exact pair that I got. Uh, but these were also a saga. I must have, like, I don't know, bad, like, male karma. I must have, like, not held the door open for a mailman or something because I ordered these, right? I ordered these in a, like, almost all cream color with, like, a chocolate brown tongue and a chocolate tongue. brown Nike. 
That's what it's called. I know. It just is so weird. Um, and a chocolate brown like Nike swoosh. And I was so excited about them. They're very cute. I'm doing a bad job describing them, but they're really, really cute. Order them, get the notification. They've arrived, run down, grab my package from my building's lobby, and I open it up. They sent me all black sneakers. Just all all black. Huh? In what world? So I call, I order them from Foot Locker. Again, I'm using first and last brand names on the episode. Um, and they were like, oh, it looks like they sold out. That's why they sent you the wrong color. <laughs> I literally was like, that's not an appropriate me. response to. That's not, that's not the, the solution most people would want. Um, so anyways, I ended up returning them and reordering them for like, I don't, I couldn't tell you the exact color. Like I said, I'll find the ones that I got and I'll link them. But they are, like, essentially, like, all white with, like, beige accents. Mm-hmm. So, very neutral. They're very, like, chunky. They give dad sneaker energy. Uh, and they're super, super comfortable. They're, like, the perfect walking, running errands sneaker, which is what I was in the market for. So, I really like them. Highly recommend. Slay. Oh, and our favorites are always linked in the episode yeah. description if you want to check them out. If our bad descriptions don't do them justice and you want to yeah. see them in the flesh. <laughs> All right. We're going to take a quick ad break and then we'll be back for our main episode topic on ways to honor your inner child. I'm going to turn my light. As you all know, we're both trying to work towards our wellness goals this year, and that's why we're excited to introduce Liquid IV as the sponsor of this episode. Liquid IV is the category-winning hydration brand fueling your well-being, and their hydration multiplier is the one product you're missing in your daily routine. In just one stick, you can get five essential vitamins and two times faster hydration than water alone. Use it first thing in the morning, before a workout, when you feel run down, after a long night out, and on long flights. We actually used Liquid IV when we were traveling in Europe last year, and it definitely helped us recover after some long nights out. Plus, it was super convenient packaging to keep in our suitcases and in our purses throughout the day. My personal favorite flavor is watermelon, but I'm excited to try the new strawberry lemonade flavor too. Liquid IV believes that equitable access to clean and abundant water is the foundation of a healthier world. Liquid IV partners with leading organizations for innovative solutions to help communities protect both their water and their futures. To date, Liquid IV has donated over 39 million servings in 50 plus countries around the world. Get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use code TDH at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order when you shop better hydration today using promo code tdh at liquidiv.com okay we're back and we're ready to talk about honoring your inner child hell yeah uh so we'll start with like a little bit of i don't know background um Mm -hmm. definitions some may even say uh but honoring your inner child is an important aspect of self-care personal growth and just like really taking care of your mind body and soul which you guys know we love to do here on the two degrees hotter podcast um your inner child represents a childlike innocent and playful aspect of your personality uh and it's really important that we learn to connect with and honor that inner child in our daily lives but because life can be hard and heavy and serious sometimes and your inner child is what keeps you hopeful and optimistic and energized and motivated Mm -hmm. and ready I just keep going. That's the whole episode. (laughs) Um, 
But yeah, so we'll just go through a couple of ways that we like to honor our inner child to hopefully spark some inspiration for how you can start to think about your inner child. Highly recommend doing some like reading or like even watching some TikToks or YouTube videos about this, um, especially from like mental health experts, because I'm sure there's a lot of very uh, effective like therapeutic approaches Mm -hmm. to this, but these are more so lighthearted, easy ways to start honoring your inner child in your daily routine. Yes, indeed. So I'll kick it off with the first one, which is to do all of the things that you wanted to do with your space when you were a kid. I feel like every Mm -hmm. kid has that phase where they just like rearrange their room all the time or like they want to hang stuff on the wall or like paint their room a different color and they're like not allowed for whatever reason. Like that was always me. I wanted to like hang stuff and posters and all this stuff and paint my walls crazy colors and have an accent wall and all that. And it's not always feasible to repaint your walls every like year um but you're an adult now and you have adult money and adult ability unless you live in an apartment maybe um to do what you want with your space so if you want to rearrange it if you want to put like a swing in your room why the hell not you know if you want to put posters on your wall of like edward cullen or something pop off really like like so Mm -hmm. now you can do what you want to your room and that is empowering so true So true. I feel like I was lucky that I actually did get a lot of freedom with my room. I had a chalkboard wall in my room. Yeah, you still do. No, it's painted over now. Oh, rip. Yeah, when I lived there during like end of or beginning of COVID through law school, I repainted. Um, But yeah, so that I feel like was very cool. And now growing up, I'm like, if I want my whole room to be pink, it can be. And so it Mm -hmm. is. It Mm -hmm. is all pink. Um. For me, my first one is reading the books that make you happy. I feel like, especially as someone with an English degree, there's a lot of like literary snobs, a lot of highbrow literature that like is supposed to signify your intelligence or even like, I don't know, you think of like the four hour work week and Mm -hmm. all of those like nonfiction, denser topics. And those books are like fine and great and they serve their purpose and have their time but if you want to read silly little rom-coms that are a little sexy and have a cartoon cover you should absolutely do that like Mm -hmm. no one was shaming you as a kid for reading harry potter so why can't you read a court of thorns and roses as an adult same thing different font a little more sex so Mm -hmm. i think that you should absolutely read The books that you want to read because that's what's going to spark joy and creativity for you. It's going to draw inspiration and overall it's just going to entertain you and make you happy. So. Agree. And I would say same goes for movies. Yeah. Like there's some people that like, you know, think certain series are like trash and like they're not good movies or they don't have a good like Rotten Tomatoes score or like whatever. Mm -hmm. It's like, I don't care. Just let me, let me watch the movies I want to watch. Yeah. And Watching movies specifically from your childhood or, like, your tween years, exhilarating stuff. Mm-hmm. Like – Certainly. Twilight, The Hunger Games, all mm-hmm. that dystopian stuff. Just brings me right back. So good. Perfect. Um, My next tip is to play. And it's funny because <laughs> we've been doing um, weekly reports. I haven't been that good about mine. But if you guys haven't seen the report thing, it's – what is it? It's – Recommending, reading. oh, reading, eating, playing, playing. What's obsessing, the, oh. oh, obsessing, recommending, recommending and treating, treating yourself. yourself. 
So we do we do this in a, a voice memo group chat every week. Um, and I think just the fact that play is part of the report is so funny because we all interpret it like different ways every week. But it's really all just about, you know, activities that, you know, bring out your sense of fun, things that you love to do as a kid. So this could be like board games, painting, Legos. People, I, there's like an adult Lego community that I've learned about recently. Hell it's yeah. legit. There's like, mm-hmm. you can make really pretty stuff with Legos, like really pretty, yeah. like, um, room accents and stuff like art. Yeah, I believe it. Um, you know, going outside, all of that for me, I, I would say for me, I mostly play with my Nintendo switch, like animal crossing. Oh yeah. That's a great way to play and honor your inner child. But yeah, just think about, you know, the things that bring out your sense of fun, the simple things in life, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, certainly. Uh, I'm trying to think of what my play – oh, my canoodle. My canoodle is my oh, yes. play. I love her. If you don't know what that is, look it up on TikTok because there's a whole side of TikTok that's all about solving canoodle puzzles, but it's like a little, I don't know, hands-on puzzle game where you have to mm-hmm. fit all the pieces so that they fit perfectly in a rectangle. It's a lot of fun. Um, my next one, it's super simple. The classic after school snack. Why don't we have snacks after work as Mm. adults? You should have an after or, or I one time saw a TikTok that talked about what she called cookie coffee time. Yes. Where around like two, three o'clock, uh, she would have some sort of sweet treat. Usually a cookie doesn't have to be a cookie and a second coffee or just like any fun beverage. And I think that we need to embrace snack culture more mm-hmm. as an adult. It doesn't need to be anything crazy, but just treat yourself to a snack every once in a while, preferably in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. So true. Yeah. And if it's like individually wrapped, I know that's not the most eco-friendly, but like it just, it does hit different when it's that individually was wrapped. the nature of the 2000s kids that we were. Everything yeah. was individually wrapped. Yeah. My next tip, I think like someone random did this. I think like Kendall Jenner or something I like heard this from. Um, But put a picture of little you somewhere that you'll see it with frequency. So whether it's like your phone background or like maybe it's in your closet when you open the door or like the back of your mirror or something like that. But pick your favorite picture of like little you, put it somewhere that you'll see it. And then every time you look at it, just remember that you're honoring her. You're probably living a lot of the dreams that she had, whether you've like stopped to think about it or not. Um, and yeah, I think like making like your phone background or something like that is an easy way to incorporate this. I have a really yeah. funny picture of me as a baby where I'm like laying in flowers. Like I'm like laying in roses, Aww. which I'm like in retrospect, that must've been kind of thorny. No wonder I look unhappy. Um, but <laughs> the way I just said that reminded me of, um, that's literally me as a baby. <laughs> I saw someone was that for Halloween if anyone knows what we're talking about (laughs) that was good (laughs) I did um my parents were doing they were going through like a bunch of photos and they found a bunch of old photo old dance photos of me Mm -hmm. so they sent it to me and I sent it to Zach and was like just in case you were wondering I was an undeniably cute kid and I really was I looked like a little cabbage patch kid if you remember those do you Mm -hmm. you ever like have a cabbage patch doll yeah I looked exactly like that um, she slays and I slay too, mm-hmm. but I have that on my phone now. Um, I always did like that TikTok trend too. That was like, 
a picture of little you being like, I wonder who my boyfriend's going to be. And then it's like a picture of your partner when they were a baby. I always mm-hmm. thought that was very sweet. I have no idea what Zach looked like as a baby. He or there's, pictures. Um, there's one right now, a trend, like an inner child trend where it's like the Hozier song that's like, I got some color back. She thinks so too. No, you don't look like you know it. It's like I, a no, four swipe photo thing. And so uh-huh. you do um, when it says, I laugh like me again. And then when you go to a she laughs like you, it's usually a picture of like little you, which is cute. Aw, that is yeah. cute. I'll have to look that I'll up. I'll send you one. I like those ones. Like inner child ones. Mm-hmm. Um, my next one is having fun with my outfits and like reminding myself that, especially when you're like hanging out with friends, obviously if you're like going to work, you need to like be a little more mindful of what you're wearing, I guess. But when you're like going out with friends and stuff, like just wearing cool outfits. Like I always love the idea of dressing so that like little girls on the street like think you're cool or like mm-hmm. think you like wear cool clothes. I love that mentality. Um, and I think it's a really easy way as adults to express your creativity. Mm-hmm. Agree. And like just going over the top with like all the things little of you, you would have wanted to wear, like mm-hmm. color, bows, accessories, jewelry, like you know the vibes. Um, and on a similar note – I tend to honor my inner child with my nails. I always am like, I'll go in with like one idea to get something like neutral and responsible. And then I always find like a super sparkly, like glittery color. And I end up getting that like every single time. I really Mm -hmm. like sparkly nails and it's just something fun. And it makes me happy throughout the month because you look at your hands, you know, so often. Ironically, right now I have a somewhat serious color. I have like a like a Cabernet, I think it was called, like a dark a red. A Cabernet. I think that's what it was wow. called, something like that. Yeah. Um, but in general, like have fun with your nails. It's not that serious. Yeah. Like don't feel like you have to go and get a nude because it's going to grow out nice. Like just get the color you want, get the color you're attracted to that day, get the color that makes you happy. Mm-hmm. That's what little you would have done. She wouldn't have picked the nude. So true. She would have picked so like the true. sparkly blue or something. So Hell yeah. Hell yeah. My next one is to go for a walk and listen to the old music you used to love. Like I'm talking like put on the old Disney Channel star songs, mm. put on the Hillary Duff, put on the Miley Cyrus. Sneaker night. Vanessa put on some sneaker night. <laughs> um, or maybe a little high school musical action. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Your prerogative. But I feel like number one, just getting outside in general. Like it kind of like goes with like your play. Mm-hmm. tip like there's just something about like going for a little walk that feels so like playful mm-hmm. and joyful um and then add on like the music that little you used to love and it's just very Vanessa Carlton oh, literally a great like, playlist. you can't be in a bad mood listening to that music mm. um if you're like me and you had an emo phase you could like bark up that tree sometimes I'll like go on a walk if I'm having a particularly angsty day I'll be like let's just listen to some 2012 all-time low Get it out of our system. By the time I come back from the walk, I feel so much better. So maybe I, I don't should know do your that. prerogative, but you should. It's Can fun. <laughs> yeah. um, In the dark. <laughs> yeah. Um, it would be kind of fun. We've never tried this before, but maybe we could test it out in the description if we put like a collaborative playlist mm. um, and people can add like what songs from like their childhood and we can make like a big TDH childhood song yeah, playlist. I like that. Fun. that we'll try fun. it out. Check the description if you want to add. Yeah. Um, and sorry if you do Apple Music. Yeah, we're Spotify girlies. Um, my next one, 
built off of what Kylie was just saying, but in general, just like spending time outside. I, I feel like that was a really big part of my childhood at least. And I almost feel like we might be some of the last generations that like really spent significant time outside. Like I kind of feel like unfortunately, like the kids of today, just they're not digging in the dirt like we used to, you know, like they're more, they're more technology oriented, which is fine. It's just the way the world's evolving. But like the, like every weekend in my neighborhood, we had a bunch of girls that were like around the same age and we would all just like always play outside and like meet up outside and have picnics Mm -hmm. and take pictures in the woods. Like we would just like, be outdoors and like as adults we don't do that enough so true spending time outside whatever way you like whether it's the walk like kylie said or you know all sorts of different options but just like taking in the sun breathing in some fresh air Mm -hmm. yeah certainly i I love now what gardening maybe gardening gardening Mm -hmm. Yeah, I wish. We're apartment girly, so we can't. Well, you maybe could garden, but. I could have some like raised beds. Yeah, I could not. Uh, My next one is allowing yourself to like daydream and visualize and just like, I don't know, have your head in the clouds every once in a while. The article that I was reading when researching for this episode talked about like specifically setting time aside to do this. Mm -hmm. To me, that feels like a little inorganic, but I also Mm -hmm. understand that like different people's schedules more in different things. Um, So if you are the type that like, if you don't schedule it, you won't do it, then by all means, don't let me yuck your yum, schedule it, put a calendar block in. Uh, But like when you catch yourself sort of like daydreaming or um, I don't know, just like lost in thought of possibilities, like don't automatically shut yourself down from that. Obviously- Mm -hmm attend to your responsibilities and priorities, but like allow yourself to dream a little bit. I feel like kids dream so big and like, cause they don't really have a concept of like what's realistic or attainable necessarily. And I feel like as adults, you get really jaded to, I don't know, the restrictions that can come with life, but like Mm -hmm. the world is your oyster at the end of the day. It's just now you know that it's a little harder to reach those dreams, but like that doesn't mean they're impossible or that you shouldn't allow yourself to dream as big as you can because you'll end up somewhere close to it if you don't get all the way there. Shoot, you know what they say. (laughs) 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 You land among the stars. (laughs) Exactly. And I feel like if you aren't, like I'm not really um, a dreamer, I guess. I'm like, I'm very much a realist, but I guess. Mm. My Delulu thing is that I just think my dreams are real. So there's that. But anyways, if you're not someone that like has the ability to like visualize super easily, I guess, I feel like Pinterest is a great way, like adult version of this is like to make a board of like my future house, my future job, like all the things in your life that you want to daydream about and just like, you know, do one search term. And then I feel like Pinterest algorithm for suggesting like things you might like is always spot on for me. So yeah, like that's a good place to start too. like set aside like Pinterest hours, you know? Yeah, for sure. Or Tumblr. Pinterest. Yeah, true. I would like to get back on Tumblr. I was actually trying yeah. to find my old Tumblr um, and I could not. I fear that I deactivated it, but I would have thought that – I thought that would have been funny to look at in the context of this episode. Yeah. Um, you should find your uh, – don't make me say it. Oh, I already have. <laughs> oh, you have? I, I know where it is. <laughs> I keep that shit close to my chest. Thank you very much. She's there. like, literally, what are you talking about? I was um, on this website called Witty Profiles. Look it up. It was an <laughs> alternative social media. Yeah. Honestly, ahead of its time. Honestly, it was aesthetic Twitter at the end of the day, if mm-hmm. we're being honest. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, look it up if you're unfamiliar because I'm not going <laughs> to tell you. 
Um, my next one is to buy your favorite childhood treats. We've been kind of indulging in this recently because um, we've been doing a lot of Amazon fresh groceries. And I feel like mm-hmm. normally I would have just gone to like Trader Joe's or Whole Foods, which don't really carry this kind of stuff. But Amazon fresh has everything. So Grant gets like Reese's uh, peanut butter. No, it's like the cereal. Reese's puffs. Reese's yeah. puffs. Yeah. He'll get like Reese's puffs. Um, we've been getting Uncrustables every once Hell in yeah. a while. Talk about a single, like a, you know, individually wrapped delicious treat. Oh, it's perfect. Um, and just like, you know, fun granola bars. Like, yeah, just like snacks that you might have had as a kid that you don't really buy much anymore. It's just fun. Um, whether it's like a special dessert or like a comfort food or like a nostalgic candy, just like indulge every once in a while. Or like mm-hmm. if there was something that you would eat at home, like maybe ask your mom for the recipe and like try to make it yourself now that you're an adult, like make it your own way. Um, cause now it's about the time that we start developing our own family recipes mm-hmm, and all I've got is Trader Joe's frozen items. So, yeah, yeah, me as well. <laughs> but I did uh, bring, um, an Uncrustable to dance the other night and it was she perfect. Did. Yeah. Was perfect because it That's defrosted in my bag and then it was ready for me. It was amazing. I, sh- I should do that tomorrow for my long dance. Mm-hmm. Like in my break, if I had an Uncrustable waiting for me in my break. It was great. Oh, okay. And it's not heavy. Maybe that's like what I'll do instead of ballet. <laughs> it's just enough. <laughs> Go and get yeah. on crustables. Yeah. <laughs> you think I won't? I will. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, if you're actually going to go, definitely get the strawberry uh, jelly. Mm. Not the grape. Okay. Makes a difference. Okay. Maybe I'll take a walk. Uh, my next one is just like any form of swimming. I don't know what it so is. True. But put me in a body of water and I'm a mermaid as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> yeah. I've regressed. Um, I literally was saying to Zach the other day, I was like, if you saw me in my – I my family had a swimming pool growing up. I was like, if you saw me in my family swimming pool, I'd be doing – you You wouldn't even be able to count how many backflips I was doing because <laughs> I do so many. You wouldn't even believe how long I can hold a handstand in the pool. You mm-hmm. wouldn't believe it. Five minutes. I swear to God. It's like 45 seconds. But <laughs> that's neither here nor there. Um, but yeah, I just – I can't just swim. I have to be uh, active. Mm-hmm. In the water. It, at least in like a swimming pool. I guess like a lake, I'm more swimming. But even then you're like splashing yeah. around, having fun. Or like especially, you put the legs on and you float. <laughs> yeah. Like I think the especially the point of this one is to like get your hair wet. Because I feel like yes. sometimes I'll try to swim and I'm like, I just washed my hair. I don't want to ruin it. But it's like you, you have zero fun when you try to do that. Yeah. Just, just commit. Just yeah. send it. Get your hair wet. Go underwater. Yeah. Goggles even. Get some goggles, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Just relish. Enjoy. Hell yeah. Floaties, if that's your prerogative. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Live your life. Yep. A donut to float in. A noodle. Oh, hell yeah. A yeah. noodle. Yeah. Why not? Um, This one is really funny coming from me, <laughs> but I've had this epiphany recently. Obviously, I knew this to be true, but uh, spending time with kids can really bring out your inner <laughs> child and like yeah. honor your inner child. And the reason I said it's weird coming from me is because if you've listened for a while, you know, I'm like weird with kids. Like, I didn't really grow up around kids younger than me. So like, I just don't know mm-hmm. how to behave around kids. But I feel like what I'm learning is recently is like, you don't have to behave any specific way. Like, I feel yeah, like no. kids just, they just eat up the fact that you're older than them. And they just mm-hmm. love that. At least, you know, certain ages, I'm sure it gets different when they're older. But um, for me, like the biggest breakthrough here has been, I'm, I'm in the Nutcracker and I'm a party parent. So I have like assigned daughters. And from the start, they were like obsessed with me for no reason, just because I'm an older girl. That's like literally all you have to be. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
yeah. and they love you. And they're just so funny and like they're so unfiltered and just like ask me the most random stuff. And I'm like, wow, like I don't mind hanging out with you guys. You guys are kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like it's just like they were, for example, one of them was like, oh, are you married? Like, do you have a boyfriend? Like, was like so like obsessed with the fact that I could like be in a relationship because she's like eight years old. Um, <laughs> and so yeah, it's just like funny. So if you have like, I don't know, young cousins or like, family members that you could like spend more time with. I feel like this actually really helps bring out your inner child because they just like talk about ridiculous things and you're like, yeah, why not wonder about that? You know? <laughs> yeah. My favorite thing to do, you should do this with your daughter since your birthday is coming. Daughters. Up. <laughs> <laughs> um, you should. I would love like talking about my birthday and being like, mm. oh my God, my birthday is next week. Like, can you even believe it? And they just eat it up. They love a birthday. And then always ask them, how old do you think I'm turning? Oh, they already know how old I am. They've already asked that. Oh, yeah. Damn. That was well, my favorite thing. That was the marriage I thing. I loved it. They, oh, were, true. they said, how old are you? And I said 25. And the first thing she said was, are you married? I was like, <laughs> why do all kids, even us, like when we were younger, like all kids think you get married so young. Yeah. It's crazy. Like, who's going to tell them? <laughs> yeah. Life. But yeah, I would love to. Or if it was like a kid's birthday, I'd be like, how old you turn? And they'd be like, oh, I'm tur- I turned eight. And mm-hmm. I'm like, oh my God, I turned eight last month. They and they're like, you no. like huh? Yeah, like, you like, can just well, be like, you think I am? 14? Silly goofy. <laughs> <laughs> um, my last one, uh, and I think this one is shared amongst Anya and I, but it's connecting with an old hobby or passion. Uh, cough, cough, dance. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think dance is the biggest way that Anya and I heal our inner child, you even more so with your ballet journey. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like it's been a big healing your inner child moment but yeah if you had like a sport that you played or a hobby that you did as a kid that you really loved um you can do it as an adult take it from us we both thought that we never were gonna dance after high school and college and mm-hmm. here we are 26 and we're still kicking literally yeah so. <laughs> still botman um yeah i'm like very obsessed with this message like i'm kind of trying to make it one of the main themes of my TikToks that I've been posting is like, Mm -hmm. you're never too old, you're never too late, like all of that kind of stuff. And I feel like there's such a mindset of like, if you're not going to do something as an adult, if you're not going to be like a professional at something, people just don't do it. And like, I so don't understand that. (laughs) Like, if you're not going to be like a professional hockey player, people just like adults just like don't play hockey anymore. Or like, if you're not going to be a professional gymnast, people yeah. don't take gymnastics class. Like, I'm like, why? And I guess maybe, you know, I get that, like, life gets hard and whatever, but I feel like there's always this perception of, like, well, if you're not in the top 1% of something, like, why continue trying to get better at it as an adult? And it's, yeah. like, it's so important. It's so important for your self-worth to, like, see yourself getting better yeah. and to, like, have something to invest your time and energy in, like, outside of work and, like, your family, like, just for you. Oh, yeah. I can talk about it forever. It's so important. Yeah. Well, and I feel like it also just helps with your, like, confidence and, like, building trust within yourself when you can mm-hmm. commit to something and, like, I don't know, set your own rules for mm-hmm. what progress looks like Yeah, in that space. Um, yeah. Especially because, like, a lot of these activities probably come from, like, a more restrictive environment when you're younger just because it's, like, a little yeah. more of, like, a set program or you have, like, set milestones to, like, progress or whatever, which can be, like – trauma in the past if you like Mm -hmm. didn't hit those milestones or whatever but yeah now it's just like literally just do it for you yeah a concept you know yeah yeah and I think that's something that's been really important for I I I won't speak for you so tell me if you 
disagree, but I think it's been important for us in dance, especially coming from a competitive background, mm-hmm. to be able to do it with, I don't want to even say like lower stakes, because I don't think that's true, but just so much less pressure and mm-hmm. so much more like working hard f- because we love it. Yeah, and it's like less results driven. Yeah, exactly. I would say. And more um, just for the heck of it, for because mm-hmm. we love to do it and we like to entertain. We're entertainers yeah. at the end entertainers. of the day. Entertainers. <laughs> um, like I feel like that saying of like just wanting to be better than you were yesterday has yeah. been like a big part of the journey. Because I think growing up like we were competitive in the literal sense, but also just like we were competitive with each other because that's how the environment oh, like sure. bred us to be. And now yeah. it's like I don't really – care about the person next to me in this random open class i only care about how i'm doing today you know yeah yeah selfishly <laughs> but yeah respectful anyways <laughs> i think i did a solo episode on like hobbies as an adult at one point yeah. so if you want to dive in even deeper go listen to that from a couple months ago um but to close out the episode uh it sounds like you did a little bit of this recently but i suggest Revisiting childhood memories by looking through old photo albums, diaries. Oh my God. So bad. Um, They're so funny. Like letters from your younger self. Like I feel like my mom at least kept like a memory box of like my random stuff from like elementary school. Yeah, same. Everyone's mom probably has some version of this. Um, So just like look through it, reminisce, remember like what little old you was – little old. (laughs) Little you (laughs) was into um, and just like – how proud younger you would be of you today. Like, I feel like it's something that we don't stop and think about too often is like, you know, zooming out and being like, wow, 12 or 13 year old me, like wanted to live in Boston so bad. And here I am doing it. And I don't think about it that often, but like, yeah, how cool. Or like, yeah, you know, 12 year old me wouldn't believe that I, I still dance and like make the amount of money that I do and like live the life that I do. So just, you know, take a minute to pat yourself on the back. Yeah. True. Younger you would probably think you're pretty cool. Yeah. Amen. And with that, that's what we have for you on ways to honor your inner child. Like we said, there's definitely more uh, science-backed therapeutic ways to go about this journey as well. Um, But these are just some easy starting points to honoring your inner child. Um, Because, yeah, she deserves it. She or he or they deserve it. Um, but yeah, I mean, this was a fun episode to do. It like brought me down memory lane, made Mm -hmm. me happy while doing the script. And And that's, that's the sign. What it's all about. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right. You know what to do. You can rate us on Spotify or Apple podcasts. You can answer the question that we'll put. You can um, contribute to our collaborative playlist. I like this idea. Maybe we can just have one in general. Yeah. Um, so we'll have that in the description. And other than that, we will be back to chat with you guys next Tuesday. Bye, guys.